What's up, guys, and welcome to Unified Mood. As always, I am so grateful for you to be joining me here today. Now, I'm having a little chuckle to myself because I have done the intro for this maybe four times, and I just want to keep it raw and real with you guys because I never trim the videos unless Nanook is going Jerry Springer in the background. Uh, I will never trim the videos because I like for it to be raw, real, and authentic. Uh, And if I'm raw, real, and authentic with you guys today, I've had this freaking cold that everybody seems to have at the moment. And uh, it is kicking my butt today. Like it is so kicking my butt today. And I, um, I'm feeling a little cloudy in the top head, but I am a firm believer that, you know what, shit happens, life happens, colds happen. And uh, you have to have the mental resilience uh, to overcome those mental challenges for the things that are really important to you. And for me, my podcast, I am traveling to Adelaide today. I'm going to be away for pretty much a week, uh, making sure that I've got the content there so that I can be consistently posting. That's a real, real important factor for me. And this is where discipline really kicks in because you know what? Motivation, it's a little bit harder today. That's for sure. So if I sound a little bit head coldy, you can just think, uh, wow, Henny's just really showing up today because she really is determined, uh, determined to make it happen with her podcast and to spread uh, the positive word and empower you guys to become better humans and to do better things. Uh, And I can't have a week going without it, guys. I can't do it. And if you are loving the podcast, uh, if you want to hear more, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give it a share on your social media. I so appreciate you guys sharing it, showing me where you are in the world, what you're doing. I love reading your messages. I love that if you listen to one of these podcasts and it makes you think, wow, I want to go out and do better things. I love it. I can't tell you how much I love getting your messages. So thank you in advance. But today we are going to be talking about not discipline and motivation. I could pretty much talk about that all day, every day. But we're going to be talking about 10 things I wish people had told me before getting into the fitness industry. And I love this topic and I love this conversation because I think that I mean, every person has their journey of how they get into fitness, or maybe you are still trying to get into it. Maybe you're still waiting for your breakthrough moment, and this might be an eye-opening experience for you. But I think that stereotypically, when I was growing up and um, when I was into exercise when I was a kid, which I really wasn't, no one really talked about the mental side of the exercise. Everyone was always focused on the physical side. And I think that in schools in particular, that they need to be educating children that, you know what, physical movement is so much more than your exterior. It is so much more than a performance in a a game at school. It is so much more than a surface level. And uh, once you understand that it's not just about the way that you look and the way that you perform in a game (laughs) for whatever circumstance, you will then start falling madly, wildly in love with exercise. And that's why I love exercise so much. I am so passionate about it. I am so driven about the training and the fitness world because it runs so much deeper than exterior. It runs so much deeper than anything else that anyone can ever dream of. So what I want to be doing is educating you guys to fall in love with exercise for all different reasons than you would have ever thought before. So this is gonna be a really cool conversation. Okay, so the first thing that I wanna touch on is number one, there is no cookie cut approach to exercise and what you should and shouldn't do. And I think that this topic is so, so important because we are so often going into, particularly with social media influencing the way that 
we do everything in every single day life, you might look at a fitness influencer or you might look at your role model and the way that they train and then you can't try and replicate it. And maybe you purchase their training program. Maybe you are fully invested in their life and you're trying to do everything that they're doing. And you find that A, your compliance isn't there. B, you don't feel exhilarated and alive and amazing after those sessions and you're just resisting it. You're resisting it daily and you fall off the bandwagon and you can't get back into it and you feel frustrated because you think, oh, but that person's able to do it. Why can't, what's wrong with me? What? I'm the problem. And so you shift it to that you are the problem and that you can't be compliant and you can't do this. Instead of looking at you being the problem, you need to start looking not at the person being a problem, it's their life, it's their autonomy, their body, their terms, but uh, that maybe their style of training and maybe what they are preaching doesn't align with you and your soul, which is so, so okay. I have found that over the years, um, you know, I'm a high intensity plyometrics trainer. I love nothing more than a HIIT workout. I like to move my body. I like to sweat. I like to have adrenaline. I like to be locked onto sessions because I have such a busy mind. Pure strength trainings for me are a real push because I find that A, because you have to take longer breaks, that I do want to get on social media and I do want to scroll and I do get distracted. So I find it really not a good experience for me. And uh, when I went from doing high intensity plyometrics, was coaching all my clients to do that. And I had my gym and everything. And then I moved to Sydney, started being more so into the weightlifting world and the weightlifting community. And I was trying to do it. And it was just, it wasn't igniting my soul. And I kept on getting frustrated because A, I just felt deflated after every session. B, I just felt like I wasn't being truly authentic to myself. And I wasn't compliant. I wasn't disciplined and I didn't love training. And I think that was like a real eye-opening experience for me that, you know what, guys, what you need to think about if you are in the exercise world or trying to get into it, and maybe you have failed a million times ago, a million times before, that don't feel that uh, you have to do any style of training to get results. You're going to be able to get results in every sort of form of training. You know what I mean? And I wish people would really start thinking about that because uh, the most important factor out of everything that you're doing in terms of exercise is compliance. Uh, Compliance, consistency, discipline. And you need to figure out what is it the form of exercise that makes you feel those things. And maybe it is yoga. Maybe it is Pilates. Maybe it's walking every day. Maybe it's long distance running, high intensity training, boxing, uh, strength training, power lifting, uh, rock climbing, I don't know, anything that you want to do to move your body in a positive way and that you can wake up every single day and be excited as fuck to go and do, that's what you need to change. So no cookie cut approach to training. Break that, just break that idea down. Number two, less is more. Don't feel that you have to be going at 1000 million percent every single day. This is so, so important. Overtraining is going to hinder your results so badly. And uh, for me, I really find that that's a struggle for me. That has been a struggle because exercise is my therapy. And if I don't start my day with exercise at the start of the day, everything sort of crumbles. And even Ryan will be like, you are just shambles today. Did you not train this morning? And I know that it's the best thing for me. And I know that mentally I'll be more alert. I'll be more excited about life and I will be more focused and driven. So if I remove that from it, even if it was a rest day, then I just don't feel at home with myself and I don't feel as centered and good and everything flows in a different way. So what I would recommend is, you know what, less is more, yes, uh, 
exercise is your therapy, yes. You don't have to be doing high intensity plyometrics every single day if that's the exercise that you want to do. You could alternate. Maybe one day you did that high intensity exercise and then the next day is strength training. So, And the next day is an active recovery long walk or maybe it's a run or maybe it's something a different hobby. So figuring out that you don't have to do nothing. You can still do active recovery or maybe you just need to take a rest day. Maybe you do physically need to take a rest day and I absolutely do that. I mean, hell, today I've definitely taken a rest day because... I am so careful with my body these days and I honor my body. And uh, if I am exercising, I know that mentally I want to feel amazing. But sadly, (laughs) if I exercise today, I will absolutely crumble. I will crumble. So you've got to be intuitive with your body. And you know what? Some days it's okay to take a rest day. I might take Nookie. Well, actually, no, I'll definitely take Nook for a walk. It's a glorious day in the Gold Coast. (laughs) Number three. No one gives a fuck what you're doing at the gym. Stop worrying about other people and start worrying about yourself. Uh, I know it is shocking, uh, but uh, it is a perfect reminder that no one gives a fuck. And if someone does give a fuck, A, that has nothing to do with you and absolutely everything to do with them uh, because they might be insecure and they are deflecting onto you. That's not your circus nor your monkeys, but also B, People are so selfish in life. Like you've got to think about it. At the end of the day, people, particularly in the gym, are mostly focused on their aesthetics, their goals, and what they're working on. They don't give a fuck what you're doing over in the corner. They don't care. So stop worrying about what people care, uh, what people think, and start caring about what you think and what you want to do and go into the gym. So for me, I used to always get like a bit, I guess terrified to go into mainstream gyms and particularly after COVID after we'd had a break and I've been training at home reintegrating back into that was really hard but uh, I found that I was like wearing monochrome and I was kind of trying to be a bit more invisible in the gym and not really train and fall into like mainstream which I hated I love wearing bold colors I love like don't get me wrong I understand that the gym is there for a performance experience but also Fashion is my life. Uh, I live and breathe active wear fashion and fashion in life. So this is my opportunity to let my soul shine. You know what I mean? So I ain't going to be hiding in the walls and just trying to be modest to please other people. I dress to please myself. Uh, So go into your sessions and remember that no one gives a fuck what you're doing. There's actually so many amazing Instagram, uh, sorry, TikTok accounts as well. There's a particular girl. I've got to find out what her name is. And she goes into the gym. And she proves that no one gives a fuck. I mean, she has gone in and she'll sit there and she pulls out a blanket and she's eating chocolates and she's watching Netflix on her laptop and literally no one batters an eyelid around her. And she goes in there with her pajamas. She goes in there with moon boots on and people just, even if they do look, they just don't give a fuck. It's like one second, one millisecond that people would care for a second and then they move on. So stop caring about what other people think. Number four, nourish over punish. This is so, so important. If you are about to go into a training session because you are trying to punish yourself for overeating or living life to the fullest or for, I don't know, for whatever reason you're going in there to punish yourself, uh, you need to not do that training session. And this was such a big psychological breakthrough for me that uh, I had to say to myself and be really strict to myself if I was going into that session because I was going to go and try and punish myself that I wouldn't train at all. And mentally, yes, I found that extremely hard, but so beneficial, so long-term because I found that I was truly honoring my body and that I was breaking old habits of distorted eating and overtraining and poor things that I had built up over time. And that was so, so pinnacle for me for falling back in love with exercise. I feel like 
the romance novel of me and exercise has been quite the tale. I, I went from being a young kid who pretended to have asthma to get out of every single sport in the whole entire world. Like, honestly, I was uh, the kid that hated exercise so bad because I just didn't find that I was good at anything. I was terrible at mainstream sports. I was always put in the bottom division of every single team. <laughs> I wasn't naturally gifted at any, I mean, speed walking. I think that was probably the only thing that I was like, Oh yeah, I'm actually kind of good at this at school. But in general, absolutely fucking woeful. So I hated exercise for a majority of my childhood. And then it wasn't until I was in my first year of uni and my friend invited me to a boxing class. I did a boxing class and I was like, whoa, like this is fucking amazing. And I loved it. I loved it so, so much. And uh, then after that, I was like, look, like obviously I like like the more high intensity stuff, the stuff that's like really getting my blood pumping. I'm going to give like, I think it was a Tabata session. I did a Tabata session at the gym and I loved it. I loved it so, so much. So I fell in love with high intensity training. I became obsessed with it though. I went through the chapter of just obsessed. I was up at 3am when I was a PT doing interval sprints. I would do high intensity plyometric sessions daily. I was an absolute fucking weapon. I remember when I used to take gym classes, it was called Beach Body, And I used to do like thousand rep workouts uh, and I used to, run the class uh, and count the reps while doing all of the reps with the class as well. I now look back at that chapter and I think, how the fuck did I survive? But that was also the class that was the breakthrough for me to become a personal trainer because I um, was so passionate about it. I loved it so much. I still love it so much. Yeah. And that's how I built all my clientele base through that class because uh, people loved that high intensity style too. And yeah, that was that. But yes, really important to nourish over punish. So I'm just going into a different little chapter, but we can talk about that another time. Okay, number five, um, your body, your terms. Uh, Okay, this one also goes hand in hand with the cookie cut approach uh, because I feel like people really don't talk about the fact that at the end of the day, your biomechanics, so the way that you are built, is completely different to every single person. And you are going to have certain things about you and certain elements about you that are going to make exercises easier. You're going to have things that make it harder. And you need to start being more intuitive with what feels good with my body and what aligns with that, how I can move and how I can perform. A perfect example is, for instance, squats for me. I have great range of motion. I have great flexibility, but my biomechanics for squats are that I'm really quad heavy and uh, I always hit a plateau with it because I don't want to be wearing a weightlifting belt or doing anything like that. But also I just feel like my body doesn't align to sit into the motion really well in terms of the way that I'm built, the way that I'm structured. It just doesn't gel well with me. So I tend to not do squats as much. I mean, I do them in compound exercises as much, but something like an RDL or a hip thrust or a glute bridge are something that I would prefer for. So figuring out things that don't feel good for you, that's so okay for that not to feel. If you hate running and your knees absolutely kill doing running, don't do that. If you are doing box jumps and you find that it hurts your back and your knees feel tight and everything doesn't feel good, start being more intuitive with your body. You have to be in your body for a really long time in life. And until you start realizing that, that is so, so important because uh, your body is a temple and you need to start looking after it. Okay. Exercise is therapy. Number six, uh, 
you need to start looking at exercise as your free therapy session. And that's why I think that it's really important to roll back to number one, that there's no cookie cut approach because you need to find the form of exercise where you can fully submerge and that your mind is focused on it. You've got to think like meditation and exercise, they can be used in the same way, right? If you're not someone that feels that they can sit still and to switch off and unlock, fine. But exercise can be used in the same way. If you are able to find a form of exercise that really aligns with your soul and what you should be doing, you should be able to jump into that session, lock on for that session. Absolutely thoughts will drift into your mind, but they should be able to be pushed out and you should be able to use that as your therapy session, your release for stress, for feeling overwhelmed, for feeling tired, for feeling frustrated in life. This should be your happy space. This should be the space that you are truly ignited to go into and cannot wait to go into. So start using it as your free therapy session. Number seven, Compliance unlocks all elements in life. Um, Okay, making sure that you are compliant to a training program and that you are every single day compliant to whatever you commit to doing, uh, that is going to ripple effect into all elements of your life. The beautiful thing about exercise is you need to remember every single thing that you learn inside the training world, every single thing that you do when you are at the gym and you're overcoming mental barriers, when you are walking through that front gym door, when you are consistent with it, that is going to ripple into all elements of your life. And you're going to find that you're going to be able to overcome mental barriers easier. When you are faced with obstacles in life, in every single day life, you are going to be able to overcome these barriers because you would have conditioned your mind in the gym. You are building muscles so that you can be conditioning your muscles, building those muscles, strengthening those muscles. Your brain is the same thing. And that happens when you are in the gym. Repeat Your brain is a muscle that you are going to be working, growing, conditioning, just like the rest of your body. So start thinking of when you're in the gym that you are conditioning not only your body, but you are conditioning your mind. And it also unlocks a whole different way of approach of falling in love with exercise, which I think is so, so monumentally cool that you are able to, and that's why I loved being a coach because I wanted to make sure that when my girls were training, that it would unlock and harness their true potential so that they would take all of the times that I was pushing them to their absolute boundaries and to giving that extra 10% and to giving me that extra rep and pushing through barriers that they never thought that they were able to do, that they were able to take that and then apply it to their every single day life to become a better person, to become a stronger person, to be a better human. So when you start falling in love, like this is the coolest number point of them all. As I say it, like it honestly is the best element of exercise that you can unlock a whole different version of yourself. Uh, Number eight, community. This is also something that no one talks about, which is a really cool opportunity for anyone that is an adult who's trying to make new friends, or maybe you are just trying to build friends in general, or maybe you just need accountability. Use your gym community. Start going to gym classes if you want to connect with more people, like-minded individuals to then build new friendships and to form new conversations and to start your day in a whole different way. I think when I moved to Queensland, that was the first way that I started building more friends up here, connecting with like-minded individuals. And that could be maybe at your Pilates class or maybe at your yoga. At the end of the day, exercise is, uh, and I'm not saying that it's going to be all of the people, but in general, you're going to find that um, people that like similar forms of exercise with you are going to have similar characteristics for many different reasons and some won't absolutely but I think of all my different friends and um, all of my community all of my best closest friends well in majority 
are in the fitness industry. I mean, absolutely have friends that are just not into fitness at all. But in general, my closest best friends are in the fitness industry. Love it. I mean, I have one best friend that is a into yoga, absolutely loves yoga. I have another best friend that is a power lifter, strength and conditioning trainer. I have high intensity conditioning. I have all friends from different sort of fitness areas. But at general, at the end of the day, fitness is our like-minded thing that we all bend, bond over. So start integrating yourself into more fitness communities. Um, um, number nine, uh, the comeback is greater than the setback. Uh, love this. Uh, I love this because at the end of the day, shit happens, life happens. uh, And we're all going to go through different phases uh, with exercise that, you know what, you're going to hit roadblocks. At the end of the day, be a realist. You're going to have roadblocks that are going to come in the way. You're going to have stuff that will happen. Maybe you decide to have a baby. So you're going to have some time off. Maybe you get an injury. Maybe you go through shit in life and it just does derail. Shit happens. Life happens. uh, And uh, you get the opportunity to have a comeback. uh, I love it. I love a fitness comeback because there is nothing fucking as good feeling as when you come back and you go from that first session where you're like, fuck, this is so shit. I'm so unfit. How did I let it get this way to six months later where you're like, I'm a fucking beast. I'm a weapon. I am doing the fucking things that I never thought I could do again. So use your comebacks, use those journeys because they will also fuel into every element of your life. And I think for me, I fell in love with exercise again at the start of this year. I went into my never quit session in January. I can remember going in with Lara and Pete and uh, I'd really been shit with training. I'd moved house. I'd lived in a suburb I hated where the gym's really not it. I just wasn't really in love with exercise. I was forcing on style of training that really wasn't aligning with me and I was really struggling with it. And I decided not new year, new me, new year, same me, but I just started, you know what, just you've moved to your new space, like be consistent with it. And so I made my rule of uh, I have to pay Andy $100 if I'm not in there by 7am every single day. Which I tell you, the Andy's low coach at Never Quit. Every single day, I was in there, five to seven, no question about it. The most consistent motherfucker under the sun. It was brilliant. And uh, that's how I got my fitness back in, my momentum, my groove. Obviously, I don't do this 7 a.m. every single day now. But for me to fall in love with exercise again was really, really important. And I feel so good sitting here and reflecting, knowing that I've had that comeback. It's fucking exhilarating. So don't hate on a comeback too. Um, Okay, number 10. The final one, uh, unlocking past self um, and how you can break the shackles of your past. Uh, This is also like the comeback is greater than the setback. uh, And it's also runs bound to when I was a kid and I was terrible at sport and I wasn't very good at any sort of physical movement is that uh, I was always told that I wasn't good enough. I was always made to feel that I wasn't good enough because I was always picked last and I was never good at any sport. And so that sort of mentality really ripples into a lot of elements of your life. You know what I mean? And this particular child version of yourself, that is going to really dictate a lot of adult version of self, the things that you learn and the way that you condition. And and, uh, I think for many people, we go through childhood, different forms of traumas that define who we are as a person. It is a really cool opportunity with exercise uh, to say, fuck what people think, fuck people's idea of who I was as a kid and uh, what box I was put into as a child to say, fuck you all, look what I'm actually made of. Uh, And uh, I love that. I look at all of the people that are the same age as me and were the fit kids at school and were the athletes and uh, 
the ones that were deemed as the most successful in society and um, had it all, you know what I mean? And I think every, <laughs> I think everyone's gone through that version of uh, looking at other people if you haven't, maybe you're one of the blessed ones. But in general, majority of us have had that feeling of not good enough, not worthy enough, uh, not enough in general. And uh, I just think, fuck you all. Absolutely fuck you all for underestimating. How fucking wrong were you about me? And I love it. I love that I have proved people so wildly wrong about me and that I have unlocked a past version of myself and I have broken the shackles of my past to become the person that I am today. And I think that's the coolest thing of all. Oh, I'm going to like, why do I get so emo? Maybe because I'm too cold, but I'm like, wow, isn't it so cool to sit here and reflect and to know that so many people have underestimated me in my past. So many people have thought whatever reasons for me and just proving them wrong, left, right and center. So I hope uh, that my 10 lessons have, uh, you know, unlocked a different way of looking at exercise for you and for you to take whatever one that resonates with you and to fall in love with it. Write your own new romance novel. <laughs> it's time to, time to write a new chapter of uh, your love, your connection and opening and expanding your mind into physical exercise, uh, mental and physical exercise. Guys, thank you so much for joining me here today. It has been an absolute pleasure as I said at the start, if you are loving the podcast, please give it a share or drop me a DM. Love reading your messages. Uh, go out today and fall wildly in love with exercise. Uh, go and do great things. Be a great thing. Be kind. Be extra kind to other people. Be even kinder to yourself. Uh, and I'll speak to you guys in the next episode. Thank you for joining me again. See you guys. Bye.